Welcome to the What If Cast with Christine and Justin, where we take a deep dive into what if theories that'll blow your mind. Justin, what's up? Now I ask you this all the time, and you love this question. Let's go skydiving. Don't think I want to do that. Why? You chicken? Yeah. When it comes to that, when it comes to my life, absolutely. Yeah. What if you weren't scared? That's a very interesting question. I it would take a lot. Mm-hmm. I guess that's an extreme example because it is your life, but. What are some other things you're scared about? Well, let me ask you this. Are, do you mean like on the surface or like those sort of deep-seated fears? Let's go with surface for now. I think on the surface, I'm a lot like probably most other people. I don't really like things that crawl. I'm not the biggest spider fan. I'm not the biggest fan of like centipedes on me. If I saw that on me, I'd probably get a little freaked out. Yeah, that is also one of my fears. I remember there was one time in my room there are three centipedes and that scarred me but why why are you so scared of things with a lot of legs honestly i think it's just because they're they're very far removed from what humans look like you know people aren't really i'm I'm sure there's some people that are scared of like gorillas but probably just because they know that gorillas are strong or or easily aggravated or something like that i don't know if there's anything inherently terrifying about a gorilla because more or less they, they look like people they got two arms two legs and they're so fast like centipede how many legs do you have that and i think we're intimidated even though they're so small we're intimidated by how fast they can be and we are we have no capacity to understand what it's like to have more than two legs yeah the the, the thing about spiders is they're just so different from us they have all these legs and they don't they're small and we're big we can't keep our eyes on them at all times i think that's what it is mm-hmm. you know what it is it, it, a lot of a lot of fear right is is just you're trying to make sure you're safe right and you know with the spider you're you're scared because you don't feel safe with something that could be that fast and come and get you well, actually it's funny i have an example of this from kind of recently the other day this was maybe like a week ago from when we're recording this I was just standing looking out my back window, you know, it's like a a big glass door. And I saw this animal walk from the side of the house right into my back patio. And what was kind of freaky about it is that I didn't know what it was, which is weird to say out loud, because I feel like at this point in my life, I'm old enough to have seen every animal, at least in like a book or something like that. But I'm looking at this thing and it was on four legs it was like the size, like a small fox, but it didn't look like a fox. It looked like a really raggedy coyote, but without the coyote features. <laughs> I went and I found my brother. I was like, hey, have you seen that thing in the backyard? He's like, yeah, I saw it the other day. I was like, what is that? He had no idea either. Interesting. So were you scared? Well, yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like yeah. when, you, when you're looking at something and you don't know what it is, that can be scary. Mm-hmm. I know when I look at animals sometimes I, I can tell they're very scared something about eye contact because it's like the feeling like we're going to come out and get you but a lot of times when you're trying to bond with a pet or bond with someone else's pet you want to look at them you want to you know share the connection but maybe that they find that intimidating 
You sort of agreed with me about centipedes, but what else are you scared of? I think I'm scared because now I live alone of intruders. I, when I hear random sounds now, I'm very much more in tune with them than when I was living with roommates, you know, scared walking on the street alone because you have less awareness, right? Honestly, I feel like something like that is a step up from being scared of spiders or being scared of an animal or something like that, because that's, that's a more, I think, deep seated fear. It's a little more rooted inside you, this uh, sort of anticipation, like, what if I get attacked by somebody I can't see? Right. Like a spider's not going to kill you unless it's got that spider bait. Even still, to me, that's like the difference between fear and terror. I feel like it's this idea that you can't see the thing that you're scared of, either because it's not there or because you don't know where it is. You know, I was going to ask, why do you think it is that people have those those sort of fears, like walking on the street, being afraid of the dark and being afraid that you'll be attacked by somebody or something like that? Because as far as I know, have you ever been actually assaulted on the street? No, but I think we're aware of all the news. I think uh, probably long ago before people were intaking all that news or things that's happening throughout the whole world, they probably were less scared maybe because they had less of that information of what, what's happening out there. I just think that it's interesting that you could, be, you could become very scared of something that you've never encountered. Mm-hmm. I don't have many fears like uh, some people have fear of heights. You know, I think I'm, I'm fearful in the, the way where it's, if someone were going to like push me off a ledge, I'd get scared then. But like me on a ledge, I think it just kind of fills me with adrenaline. I'm going to call it fear. I think I get excited if I'm high up. I love being in planes. I, I get a thrill when um, I'm about to take off, but I know a lot of people, that's a very scary thing for them. Yeah. Something like that doesn't bother me. Because I, I think in the, in the exact same way that if you don't know that much about something, you could be scared of it. Knowing a lot about something can completely just erase any fear you would have had. It doesn't always, but it really can help. I think it also has to do with trust, right? Like if you trust the equipment, if you trust the plane, the conductors and all that, maybe you, uh, you have less fear. It's interesting. What do you think about those really those really ingrained fears. People use the word phobia a lot. Those really ingrained fears that you can never really shake. And what I'm talking about is stuff that like actually happens to you. Because I feel like those are the things that are the hardest to get over. When something actually happens to you and it's not in your imagination anymore, it's a thing that you've actually experienced in the past. I feel like it's almost impossible not to be scared of that thing. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, I don't think I have any examples of phobias. Well, you were talking about trust. If you trusted somebody and all of a sudden they attacked you, this is not like an imaginary thing to you anymore. They attacked you. Right. And so I think with that kind of fear, like the the phobia style fears, it comes with this sort of dread. So I guess we should bring it to our hypothetical. What if we didn't have any fears? See, I think that would really, really change somebody's life. Ours in particular. Do you think the death rate would go up? Uh, it's possible. Yeah. If people weren't afraid that they might die, they might do any number of things. Do you think more people would tell their friends they love them? Yeah. Yeah, right? probably. I mean, I don't know about their friends because people do that anyway. I don't know why you'd be scared to tell your friend that you care about them. But or maybe I'm saying like long lost friends. Like I... Uh... Yesterday, I was, I was calling a lot of my friends, but, you know, I was a little afraid to do it. Not, not for any reason. Like, I, 
you know, it's just had been a while. And also I know it's not as common to call people anymore and all that, but I did have that bit of fear, but I, I know this is a good thing and I, I just got to follow my heart and do it. You know, I got to do it despite the fear because that's living. Yeah. No, that's the thing. That's the cool thing about this hypothetical is that in theory, if you removed all fear, you would have removed all different kinds of anxiety. Like what you're talking about, that sort of, uh, I don't know if I should call my friend because it's been a little while. They might think it's weird. They might think I'm weird. Maybe I shouldn't do it. That would be completely gone. Right. And you could still be analytical. Like if you want to do something, but you think maybe you, you shouldn't because of X, Y, Z, you know, you still have that reasoning, but you don't have the fear. So if you want to do something, you're going to do it. You know, it, you know, you have, if you have the logic and the, the want and it all works out, you're, you're going to do it. You know, there's no, there's no fear stopping you. You're going to do that, that speech. You're going to call the boss. Like, I don't. <laughs> going back to that question you asked, would there be more deaths if nobody was ever afraid? Maybe and probably, but at the same time, I feel like there would be fewer for a couple of reasons. The main one being if you're approaching a situation and you're not afraid, you're likely thinking very clearly about it. And so if you were put in a situation that endangered you, but you were very calm and composed, you would probably be able to get out of it. Right. Because when we're fearful, we're, we're jittery, we're a little bit all over the place. But I do wonder if this would prohibit our uh, flight. What's it called? Um, fight or flight response. <laughs> because that's, that's based in fear. And, you know, we, we're fearful for a reason, right? We're, we're trying to protect ourselves. We're trying to survive. And so you know, we might do crazy things and we could still, we could be logical. We'd be like, we, we won't, we shouldn't jump off this building because we will die. But if, if you're looking at the odds and you're like, ah, I got a, I got a 70, 30 shot. Maybe you're more likely to do it because you don't have that fear. Yeah, and you're right. Honestly, there is a lot of, there are a lot of bodily responses that react to fear. I mean, you can raise your heart rate in a couple of different ways. You don't have to be scared out of your mind to have a high heart rate, but it's probably the easiest way. Mm -hmm. And like you said, there are some situations where you sort of need your body working at max operation to get out of the situation. And to do that, you got to be scared enough to up your circulation, raise your heart rate. Yeah. Are there any jobs that require you to be fearful? Because I'm just wondering like the, the job market, like does that change based off of fear? I feel like there's not too many jobs that would benefit from you being afraid while on the job. Mm -hmm. Maybe if you were an entertainer, if your job was to create something scary and if fear didn't exist, what, what kind of, you wouldn't even be making a film like that. Would, would Halloween even exist? <laughs> I mean, probably yes, because of the, uh, where its roots and where it came from, but the idea of being scared as an integral part of it. If, if there was no fear in the world, Halloween, I think would just turn into just the runway. It would just become a big fashion holiday, which it kind of in part is. It kind of in part is that already. But I feel like with nothing scary, people would just dress up as whatever, like they already do. You know, I, I feel really good about, you know, maybe there wouldn't be bullies in, in middle school or, you know, elementary school, maybe, right? Because that's based off fear. Like a, a bully is usually a bully because he's afraid of himself or people not liking him or, you know, what do you think about that? I don't know. I mean, I, I guess there are probably some people that 
vent their own insecurities by picking on other people. I'm sure there are people like that in middle school, but at the same time, you, there are a lot of people that uh, probably hold back because they're like, Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to pick on this kid because the teacher's watching and our hypothetical would be like, no, I'll beat this kid up. You're, you're on care. team or bullies. Okay. <laughs> but then on the other hand, if, if, if there was no fear, why would you ever take that from somebody who was picking on you? You wouldn't be afraid of them. You'd probably hit them back. Right. You wouldn't feel inferior. Do you think less people would feel inferior to others because they would just retaliate? I don't know. I mean, I feel like inferiority could, could still be like an internalized thing, but I don't, I think it'd be a lot easier to get over because you would be like, I want to do something about this. I'm scared, but no, I'm not actually. I'm, I, I feel inferior and I'm going to change that. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything you want to do that you're scared to do? And that's the reason you haven't done it. I don't know right now if there's anything that I'm just dying to do, but I'm too scared to do it. I think this podcast is probably a big step in, in the, the right direction for me from, you know, maybe high school or before that, because back in, back in grade school, there were a lot of people that just, I don't want to say that they didn't like me, but they thought that I didn't like talking to people. And because they always made fun of me for that, I didn't want to talk to them. It was less a fear thing, but more of like a frustration that nobody understood me. And so I probably would not be making a, a podcast like this because I don't think people would have appreciated it as just, you know, entertainment or something to think about. They'd be like, oh, look at Justin. He's talking. Wow. Look at that. I never seen that before. Yo, send, send your whole high school this link. The what if cast show them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to call anybody out. I, I would probably say, I would honestly, I would probably say hi to anybody that I was in my, my graduating class, even the people I didn't talk to back then. It's just, mm-hmm. it's nice to see a familiar face sometimes. Even the bullies. Yeah. You know, I, I had a, I had a kid one time in class, throw a pencil at my face, what? like a sharpened pencil that could have hit me in the eye. Yeah. Where'd it hit you? In the face. <laughs> I'd still say hi to him today. He probably changed. Well, why did he throw a pencil at you? He didn't like me. It's it. That's what happens. Anyway. I, you know, I didn't have boys in my school, so I didn't. I don't get this. Like, I feel like we just we got catty messages and undercover stuff, but we didn't get pencils thrown at each other. The point is, I would not be afraid <laughs> to approach this guy. I, I have no internalized fear from this guy throwing a pencil at my face. I'm not scared of him. I'd just be happy to see him again. I'd be like, "What's up?" Mm-hmm. Not not gonna say his name. <laughs> wow. How are you doing? Good for you. No, I'm glad that I was part of something that uh you would have been fearful in the past for. I, again, I, I want to clarify. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't have been fearful. It's just I probably wouldn't have done it. It probably would have been more in like the apprehension. Like I don't think yeah. this is a good idea. When really, right. it could have been a fine idea. So I have something, and I took some steps to uh, to start it today because I was fearful for a while. I've been wanting to make my own YouTube channel where I just kind of document my own life. And, you know, I see a lot of YouTubers that, yeah, just, just are so authentic, just talking about themselves, you know, talking about what they do, uh, how they want to help people help the world and all that. And I just wanted to do like a regular YouTube channel where I I talk about stuff, you know, without you. (laughs) It's more like, I just kind of wanted to, to like use because I have some like graphic design skills and all that. And I want to like integrate that onto my own channel. So I 
gave it a whirl today where I just kind of recorded myself. And I, I had a bit of the confidence now having done this podcast for a while, because, you know, let's say we, we have a pause or whatever. Like I know I have this knowledge that, you know, I doesn't have to be the thing that is put out into the world right away. I, I can have the power to edit, but also I wasn't really secure with myself, like knowing if I could just talk about my life and that was interesting enough for people to want to listen to. And also, I don't know if I could do like a YouTube voice, like, hey, welcome to the channel and all that, you know, or can I just be myself? And is that okay? So I record myself today. Uh, it's, I think, 12, maybe 15 minutes long right now, but there are a lot of pauses. It's, I'm not crazy proud of it. I might do another take, but I took, I took the step today. I recorded myself. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I will say I I personally know growing up, there are people that have sort of a lot of, I guess, trauma is the right word. You know, I brought up before that I feel like the most severe kind of fear that you can have is the fear that is sort of sustained after something actually happens to you, Mm -hmm. when it goes beyond your imagination and it goes into your actual history. And uh, even though there are a lot of topics that we go into that I, once we broaden it to the entire world, I'm quick to say like, that would be a terrible idea. You know, crime would shoot up and everybody would be miserable. This is one that I actually wish at least to some degree was a real thing. Cause again, I know a lot of people that they just go through a lot of stuff and it's hard to just say to somebody, Hey, don't be worried about that thing. Don't be concerned about all of that, but it's, it's way harder than that. And I, I really wish that they could go through life and just kind of not be scared about that. It just wouldn't exist. Yeah. I mean, you got so many military folks with PTSD, right? I am thinking about how a lot of people are, a lot of their fears are based in childhood, things that happened to them in childhood, uh, which it's just kind of hard to, to change your, your consciousness and change your, you know, way you were, you were raised, right? And a lot of that is fear. And if people didn't have that, yeah, is is fear how how needed is fear besides the survival aspect of it i think it's incredibly necessary for growth but it, it's necessary in the sense that you have to feel it and then you have to overcome it i think if you don't feel it at all you don't get that same growth and if you feel it and you never get over it same thing you, you just don't make it past that you don't grow yeah, the, the lingering fear is what would be really cool to eliminate in society. I, I don't think we need that. But maybe the initial fear, like, hey, this is probably not a good idea. <laughs> if, if it is a bad idea, uh, is needed. Yeah, I will say, though, I don't think being afraid of something is anything to really be ashamed of. You know, some people use the phrase irrational fear. And I think that's a perfectly fine phrase to use in a lot of cases, but there are a lot of fears that people would perceive as irrational that really aren't. It's totally fine to not want to do something because you think it might hurt you in some way. Mm -hmm. It's totally fine to, to be like just worried about something when that thing has actually happened to you in the past. It might not be the healthiest thing, but I don't think it's anything to be ashamed of. Yeah. I noticed, uh, I'm fearful if I were to post something that is like morally unjust. I know a lot of people are fearful of they wear the wrong clothes outside. Like it, it means different things to different people, what they're, they're afraid of because it's just what they hold dear to them, I suppose. 
And I think without fear, you'd still have that same caring, right? For, for what you believe in, what you want, but you might just not have that overanalyzing. So what have we decided here? <laughs> what's, our, what's our conclusion? I mean, hey, listen, I'm scared of a lot of stuff. I am. I'm sure plenty of people listening are scared of something, whether it's, you know, the spiders crawling in the corners of your room or something that happened to you that you're still trying to get over. But uh, if you know somebody that's scared or if you're scared yourself, it's okay. You shouldn't be ashamed of that. You should help people out with that. You should mm-hmm. get help for it because yeah. it's, it doesn't have to be a permanent thing all the time. And even if it's something that you think is just, it's just way too connected to you, you can at least make it manageable with help. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when you, when you do say your fears to people, they might rationalize it for you or, or say, you know, another perspective that might make you less fearful. I know people that are you know, either scared to like public speak or tackle their dreams that they don't feel like they're confident enough. But if you have that friends or that person that's listening, they could, you know, kind of give you that reassurance that you need to be able to overcome that fear. So guys, tackle your dreams. Don't let fear stop you. <laughs> uh, Christine, should we post this one? Oh, I don't know. I'm so I don't, scared. People might not like it. I don't know if they will. Uh, oh, no. You know what? You know what, Justin? Uh, we no. should. We should post it. You know what? You know, I'm a little scared, but hey, I bet there's someone out there listening that wants to listen to this particular episode. No, let's just delete the entire thing. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's probably better. Whew. Glad we settled that.